Hello everybody and welcome to the Postman Podcast. Elijah, were you broken there for a second? No, I just wanted to do that. Okay. I was debating going the all new. I was like, it's not all the new. all new. The it's all not new, all the new and improved, the best of the best, the supreme. I don't know that it's any of those. It's all new. It's just the two person hosts and the. Just two hosts and you but know, it's two not other just people. Two, hosts. two people don't come at it's all. It's not ever. broadcasting. We're not broadcasting. Someone sends a text message that's so vague that says that they're only available at February sixth, and then all of a sudden they're now free. I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't explain why until February sixth. Just says it's not free till February sixth. Think he's dead. Got my wife concerned that she had the Rona. Had to convince her you didn't have the Rona. I'm sure it was inventory. <laughs> I wonder if he's not sitting across from me. <laughs> he's not sitting across from me. He's sitting across from me. I know. I'm sitting across from Ken. I know. Um, I didn't have the Rona. <laughs> um, I'm just really busy with work. And uh, it just so happened that I got off work at a decent time yesterday. And I don't work today. And I was like, oh, I might be able to do the podcasty thing. I know well, you're, I know, you're, I know but, everyone's frightened and doesn't know who that is. <laughs> but going forward... Probably won't be available again until the six. <laughs> See, at least that one. You don't have why. any days off. They don't give you days off. You're you're <laughs> slave driven. Pretty much. Okay, that's awful. I am consumed. You need to find a new job. I'm consumed by the inventory. I find that what I just did was extremely entertaining. My brain. I don't know why. I'm done now thinking. <laughs> yep. But we are here in February for. Sexy Stash Month. Yeah. Mm. This one had two sexy stashes in, oh, it, in my opinion. It did, yes. I At was like, it, I, yes. was, <clears throat> I was like, Richard Pryor, your stash I think is better than Eddie Murphy's in this movie. Ooh, huh? Yeah, and the the issue is this is this is I, I I in my in my thinkings of this, I refer to Eddie Murphy as the comedy stash. But this isn't really a comedy movie. I mean, it has some funny moments, but it's not... The, I, I would not call this movie a comedy, personally. The amount that I feel comedy is forced into this movie, you can definitely tell that Eddie Murphy wrote it, and he was afraid that people wouldn't come watch it if he wasn't making a comedy. Because he wrote and directed and right. starred and, and, and pr- produced, executive produced right. this movie. Right, he was so, he's so involved in this movie, he's not even funny. I kept seeing his name. It was like Eddie Murphy Productions was like the, one of the production companies, too. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Eddie Murphy went, here's all my Saturday Night Live buddy. I want to make this movie. <laughs> and it, it, it was shocking how I feel that comedy was forced into it. Even though they have... A whole bunch of comedic actors in this movie, like Red Fox and Richard Pryor and yeah. himself. It's, right. It's it's full of comedic actors. None of them have ever done a gangster film, as I would call this movie. Uh, oh yeah, for the record, the movie is Harlem Nights. Yeah. Uh, the cast yeah. list and so cast list uh, and uh, plot synopsis. Plot synopsis. Ca- cast list. Plot synopsis. Billy Keen reads. During the 1930s, a New York City illegal gambling house owner and his associates must deal with strong competition, gangsters, and corrupt cops in order to stay in business. So it's your standard gangster. Hmm. Um, it is kind of. It's uh, uh, 
what's that movie? The Sting? With uh, Redford? Yes. Is it Redford? And Newman. Yeah, Newman. That's what it was. Like. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's... Newman! It's uh, thematically similar. They're like... There are yes, it's thematically it. similar to that movie. I don't watch that movie in years. I'm uh, trying yeah, to go back in my brain. It's been a while since I've seen it as well. But like, I thought they had a bigger similar, plan. I thought the plan was more involved in that one than it, it was. It is. It is. Yeah. Okay. It was that. That's more a caper flick. Yeah. This is more a sort of trying to be too trying to be too many things at once and falls somewhere uh, in the middle. Yeah, it, it ends up. Coming up a little hollow, I think. We'll, we'll get to that in my yes, we will problems. Um, so Eddie Murphy plays Quick, Richard Pro- Pro- Richard Pryor plays Sugar Ray, Richard Pryor, blah, 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 blah. Richard Pryor, blah, 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 blah. Red Fox plays <laughs> Benny Wilson, uh, Danny Aiello plays Phil Cantone, Michael Lerner plays Bugsy Calhoun, Della Reese plays Vera. She's great. Yes, yes, she is. Yes, uh, uh, Jack. Uh, uh, or sorry, uh, Stan Shaw plays Jack Jenkins. Uh, Jasmine Guy plays Dominic Larue. Dominique Larue, excuse me. Uh, and that's that's the Meat bulk of the the important cast. Um, I missed when this movie was set. Thirty-eight. Okay. Uh, it opens. It opens in in. 1918. I have this written down. It opens in 1918, and Eddie Murphy—that's a little kid, little little kid, little little uh, uh, like nine nine ten year seven, old because he's 27. Oh, that's and right. It skips yeah. 20 years. So seven year old, uh, right? Seven year old, uh, quick shoots a guy in the head. Yeah, he just straight up shot a guy. Bam! Bam! Yeah, I mean, like, like Pryor, who was running the game at the time, was gonna do it. Like he, he was. Or I don't know. Pryor was, was probably, probably going him. Right, he probably wouldn't have shot him. Yeah. But he was gonna. He was. He went for the gun. Like he was. Because Pryor doesn't get too violent until the end of the movie, which even he doesn't really even do. No, and I think that, that some of that is the relationship dynamic. Yeah. That, that develops. Or that we are to infer develops between Quick and Pryor, where Pryor is the brains and the businessman, and the, the he's you know the more patient, more temperate one, and Quick is the little is the young hothead muscle mm-hmm. that uh, Sugar Ray took in as a seven year old. Yes. Let's see. Um, but the big main thing is Bugsy wants to shut down Sugar Ray's night cl- after hours <clears throat> club. Yes. Yeah. There's, there's. That's that's the big. That's the big. The big. The big thing that wants to happen in this movie is Bugsy wants to shut down Sugar Ray's because it's taking money away from his clubs. Yes. Ah. Because uh, well, and it's it's not. They don't go into. It's not. This is not. This is not a business thing. Like they don't try and do market research and figure out. Well, what are they doing that we are not? No, they just want. What to close do they them. have that we don't? It's like no, we'll just threaten him into oblivion. We'll yeah. just, you know, make it uncomfortable for him to do business and make him an offer he cannot refuse. In short, similar, yes, because they have the because Bugsy has the cops under his. Yeah, but Bugsy his is the is the well established gangster, mafia guy. Yeah, he's as Richard Pryor calls he's him. He's got he's got 
cops on the take. He's got, you know, he's got all he he owns all the after hours clubs except for this one. Mm-hmm. But because but apparently this one is is cutting into his business, so he wants to run them out, mm-hmm. run them off. You know, it's one of those things that from a from a real world practical perspective, either Sugar Rays would have gone under a long time ago because this would have come to a head before now. Mm-hmm. I.e., they, they like Sugar Ray or, or uh, the the boss Bugsy would have sent his guys around to lean on Sugar Ray for protection money or for racket or you know do done some kind of racketeering. Mm. And made it really, really uncomfortable for him to stay in business. That would have happened already, or it would have been, "Hey, you work for us now. Give us a cut." I think that's what they and, were trying to do. Yeah, well, th- that's what they were. I, th- that would have been the smart thing to do. The problem was he was really undercut. They they asked for sixty six percent. Yeah, they wanted. I have written down. They wanted ten grand of. They wanted ten of fifteen. Yeah. So yeah, that that's... that left five for everybody else, and there was a lot of people that was partners in that in that place. Right, right. Like, so like, it was like Vera, was... who Vera's great. Everybody should just recognize that Vera's the greatest character. In the movie. She's <laughs> she is. Uh, we'll get to that too. Uh, so, um, but to to. Without further gilding the lily, uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna attempt a little bit of a format change mm-hmm. instead of going beat by Not beat through the, the movie. People through the movie, we're gonna try and keep it brisk. We're gonna hit the high points and the uh, low points and the low points. Uh, we're gonna do like a <clears throat> more brief synopsis of the movie and then. We have some talking points to go over, and then I have no talking and then, points. And then we're gonna do yeah. And Tyler that's, is just that's Tyler the best is, part. Tyler has just you have brought to have in on this <laughs> on this tonight. Are you guys making me do work I'm now? You, we're making you and Lewis have to do work. At least mental work. It's the, there's not a lot of talking points. We'll Can you know there. me? Yeah. Many and mental work do not go well. Well, then maybe you should write it down. It's pretty much just like four. It's pretty much four main <clears> things <throat> that we run over. After the lady had young. boobs. I liked those. Yes, that's just how we feel the half hour. It's just you talking about boobs. Becca had a penis. I don't like those. Wasn't that the, <laughs> wasn't that the descriptor I physically used for what Tyler was going to write what he liked about the movie? When I physically <laughs> said, <laughs> said I was going to be like, I like titties. Because <laughs> I think we were talking about Crash. We were talking about Crash. And that, that we... I think you did make that joke, yes. Uh, so... What this is, as we as we have sort of beat around the bush over, uh, this is a gangster movie. Uh, we have we establish, you know, Sugar Ray is the is the club owner. His club is doing very well; it's very successful. Uh, Calhoun is the the mobster, and he his his clubs are not doing as well apparently. No, it's just, it's just they're cutting into his business. Um, yeah, but we we at one point we. We cut to when when they at the very end after they burn down. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert! After they burn down Sugar Ray's club, yeah, they go over and there's thirty people in, not even thirty. There's twenty people in, you know, including employees at the Pitapat Club, which is the 
which is the crown, the the jewel in the crown of. But they but they fixed that they fixed that plot point earlier when we're talking about the fight because they said everybody who's going to be at the fight or paying attention to the fight, so there will be nobody in that place so we can uh, take it. That was how that's how they were going to take all that money. Okay, I must I'm, I must. Have yeah, that was that part that was part of the plan was they well, were no, going but, to, they were going to steal the money from that and then they were no, but they that. weren't they weren't stealing the money from the club. They just burned it down. Right. That and I think that was that was in retaliation for burning down. But then, Sugar what they do, but then what they do to him doesn't make sense if we're burning it down just to show him. <laughs> I, I think don't we know. Were, the, I think the, we were burning him down as a person just to be like goodbye. The logic in this, the logic some, near the some of the logic in this movie doesn't always make sense. Yes, the movie has a lot of random plot threads that don't work. Um, but so so and and what we have is we have ever increasing pressure from a variety of factors um not least of which uh a a a a cop phil cantone sergeant phil sergeant cantone who's a crooked (laughs) crooked you know crooked uh uh cop who's on calhoun's take he's uh his like chief enforcer type guy uh he just a big old he's, asshole. He's a jerk. He uh, makes he makes threats and uh, and on all that. Uh, he's sort of the. Come on, don't you? I like candy. Can I take one of those hearts for my wife? <laughs> uh, yeah. That. He's the severely underpaid guy too, apparently. Which is what we're which is what you're slowly given throughout the the movie is he's severely underpaid, as he yells a whole bunch of times. He like these bunch of racist terms and <laughs> these people are making more money than him and that's really driving him nuts yeah he's he's upset that the and, and some of it is well and, and before we realize that he's corrupt and working for calhoun it's it's not unreasonable really for him to be upset oh yeah it's as right. a police officer to see these people Stealing money and doing like, doing, doing illegal things. activities and thriving, you know, and doing so much better than he is. But then he's making money by from Calhoun from uh, right. From but we don't anyway. at that in that in that scene we don't know that yeah. we don't know that he's super corrupt. We we haven't learned that yet. We you know you it's you you definitely you hear his, you hear his name. That was that's what you get, get in that one scene beforehand. Is you hear his name. Because he says send, send um, Calhoun, Calhoun to go talk to Sugar Ray. Yeah, so that's and, where that's where I was like, okay, this is Calhoun, and Calhoun's a cop now. <laughs> and you know, like you get the impression that uh, he's the, 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 there's something fishy going on that he's mm-hmm. not so upstanding an individual as mm-hmm. you as he wants to pretend that he is. Uh, and there's also uh, the the uh, what was his what was his new Smalls Tommy Smalls who runs the Pitapat Club, and he was stealing. He was quote he was quote unquote stealing from them. Yeah, it, and it's un and yeah, and that's a thread that we don't ever get fully resolved because we don't know who was actually stealing. I I have a feeling that this movie was changed because that is possible. Calhoun is following the car of money. And then he has some really lame excuse that he's just like, 
oh, I figured you all were going to pull something, so I was following the car, and I'm like, I think you were following the car to steal the money because somebody stole money from him. And because the amount that you complain about not being paid well, I feel that you're not being paid well. So you're the one that's been stealing money from Calhoun. Well, no, because it was from it wasn't. Lindsay. He wasn't. He wasn't. It was somebody was skimming from the operations budget. It wasn't from from the take. You can't like if it were if it were money that were stolen. Unless he was the bag man. Yeah, it's hard to... But Unless he was the bag man, which he wasn't realistically scene, no. the bag man. Unless he was the bag man, he couldn't have been stealing the money. Because it was... Hey, we had been making $10,000 a night. Mm-hmm. We're now making $5,000 a night with the same number of people in the building. Mm-hmm. How, what's going on? It's another one of those plot so, that just doesn't fall out. Right. So the implication is that Smalls is is skimming money and putting it right in his pocket mm-hmm. and declaring that we were only making this much money when the, he's actually making more money and that's what they're accusing him of stealing yeah. but he feigns it or he maybe he not says feigns he, does, he but says that he doesn't do it, it it seems like he's pretty it's, he seems about to die. earnest <laughs> in being the one that I'm not stealing mm-hmm. so it, I, I think that you could maybe read between the lines and think that it was the lady who was taking the money. It might have been. Um, but we don't. We never know. We never learn officially, no. formally, who was taking that money. And it doesn't really matter because they blow up the club they blow later. Up the club anyway, they blow up everything pretty much. Um, oh. Um, but yeah, I went through most of the main points that I had about the beginning of the movie. So then I get to Bugsy really wants to hire quick. Like because Quick is apparently because he believes Quick could be a good gangster. Pretty much is what I got from that to sum it all up. Yeah. Well, I think that he he understands that that yeah that that, that Quick has you know Quick has been Quick has he's he's smart he's capable he's loyal you know he's stood by Richard you know he stood by Sugar Ray for all these years he can take orders. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a good little functionary, you know, and he also has a, yeah. you know, he's a hothead. He's, you know, he's quick on the, he's quick on the draw. He's capable in a fight. You know, he's, he's a multitasker. He's mm-hmm. a good guy to, yeah, he'd be a good one. You know, he's a good employee. He'd be a good employee for sure. I'm going to nominate him for the MVP of gangsters. Okay. Quick. Yep. yep. The gangster MVP awards. Gangster MVP, not, not anybody else. <laughs> I get, we'll, we'll not, get through not it. 99% of the people from um, Goodfellas. <laughs> well, we'll get to that later in the, 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 the season here. We'll, we'll uh, go in through. the season. We find people that we think will be good gangsters. We'll just nominate there them. There we go. Every and month, we'll every month the, we nominate a gangster. At <laughs> the end of the month, we'll, 50 Cent will be the MVP of... <laughs> 50 Cent. I guess it'll, make be, music. it'll be little Wayne who just kind of pardoned from the president. So he's the biggest gangster that I know of so far. <laughs> um, uh, he does make. I think he still makes music. I don't think he does much else but makes music. Fifty Cent. Yeah. Uh, he's in movies. I haven't seen him in a movie in a long time. Yeah, the last thing I saw him in, he's in the, he's in the Escape Plan movies. Oh uh, yeah. He is in those skate play movies. I forget that there are three of them, and two of them didn't do anything or well, didn't come out. Well, two yet. of them were were direct to DVD, I think. Except for in, except for in China. Well, yeah, maybe <laughs> that that 
Especially the, I think the third one did pretty well in China. Because I think it had that, was it the third or the second one that had that one dude in it? The second one, probably. I haven't seen the third one, so I don't know, but... The third one's better than the second one. The second one's garbage. Yeah, the second one was was awful. Uh, 2020s? No, it's it's music videos, so... TV series. He was in Power? Apparently. Learned something new today. And the Escape Plan movies. I like that we went down a 50 cent rabbit hole. And Den of Thieves. <laughs> I forgot about Den of Thieves. That movie is pretty forgetful. Um, okay, so... Uh, but yeah, but then... Then the lady... Tries to seduce quick, I think. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean... They... They kill... They kill Tommy. They kill Tommy Smalls for skimming. I, yeah. And then they... When when Quick refuses the offer, they sick the lady on him. Mm-hmm. To have sex and, and then kill him. And she is commissioned to seduce and then shoot him, which he finds the gun under the pillow. In very Three Stooges-like fashion, she dies. Uh, <laughs> what? She, he, he finds the gun under the she pillow. Goes in and the bathroom. She goes in the bathroom alone, and he's putting his gun under the pillow... To be ready, and then he's check he's he's put checking other pillows and discovers that there's a gun under the other pillow, and he finds the gun, and then he's like, oh, she hides guns under her pillow too, so you don't know if he put it back, just being like, oh, she just wants to defend herself, and then it turns out she wants to kill him. So while while on top of him, she just pretty much just like aims all the gun at him. Yeah, well, and there's a couple of times where they're like they're having they're having the, playful you know, banter. It's pillow talk. And so, and she's like reaching under the pillow for the gun, and he keeps grabbing her hand and pulling it back, and mm-hmm. grabbing her hand and pulling it back. Uh, Try to get her to not pull the gun on him to be like, "Up, oh, well, that was your last chance, lady." Right. Well, and it's and it's. I would you know, take And because hint. because we know the gun is there, but she doesn't know that he knows the gun is there. But we know that he knows that the gun is there. So it. To it, everyone, I apologize here in the next few seconds. My dog is going to bark. It's and our my mascot. Wife will probably enter the house. He hasn't shown up in so long. <laughs> Hi, Squirt. But, um, but, yeah. So he finds he finds the gun. She pulls. Boy. She eventually does get the gun out. Points it at his face. Pulls the trigger. Nothing happens. He pulls the gun off. Bang. He pulls yeah. his gun out. Bang. Shoots her dead. Mm-hmm. And we face. don't see it because the the effects budget. Didn't exist for that, but they probably didn't want to shoot her. On yeah, no, screen. it's it's fine. It, it's, it's it's not very, a big deal. It's it's very non like that. Like her entire plot thread was pointless. I was just like, get rid of this. I was like, this movie is long now. Get rid of it. I hate this part. I hate it. It's pointless because it does nothing. It's like it's like it's like Freddie Freeman and the money skimming. Because then that eventually goes nowhere, except for a really funny sequence, which after which is after this sequence where he goes to check on Freddy or Tommy, 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 and Tommy Smalls, Tommy Smalls, and then finds Tommy dead, and then Tommy's brother is ironically outside. Yeah, and there that's convenient. It's just convenient plot making, and you think it's gonna be something big, and it's not. They go in and find Tommy dead, and they throw a huge fit. Like Tommy's yeah, brother's the, crying to yeah, death. He, to, he's crying to the played by Arsenio Hall to the point that he is credited in the movie he's as crying, crying man. Not not, not, not as Tommy's not as brother. Mr. Smalls, not as Tommy's brother, as crying man. 
And then they go on a car chase scene. And it's just, it's again, Three Stooges like comedy that I think was just injected into it to be funny. And yeah, it's, it's absurd. Like it's, it's absurdist. It's supposed yeah. to be, it's supposed to it's, be funny. It's supposed to like, it's not like this is like I said, the, the tone of this movie is kind of a little bit all over it's the place. It's weird. It's, it's, it was hard for me to pin down exactly who it was. And I just was like, right. I'm just going to stick it on gangster movie and call it a day. Right. Uh, so. <laughs> cause he shoots, cause they end up shooting the passenger by accident. <laughs> Right, because they're they're following him, and he slams on the brakes, and they run into him. Machine gun and, goes off and shoots the guy. In the yeah, front. and and crying man is who's sitting behind the passenger. The passenger, thankfully, mm-hmm. just like holds down the trigger and and the guy in front of him gets gets killed. I'm sorry. And then <laughs> they're just crying and apologizing to a dead man. And then they and then you made me kill Timmy or whatever his name. Yeah, is. I don't remember. And then, and then, uh, Quick is able to hide in in a in a random storefront, and he's hiding behind a brick wall. And they're shooting at him with the with you know the two two guys have Tommy guns, so they're laying into the with the Tommy guns. But he's behind bricks, so he's fine. And then they, you know, this goes on for longer than it should. And they gotta get more Quick, gags in there. Quick eventually goes, well, screw this, and pops up, bang, bang, bang. And then runs and then hides back again, like barely looking. And then no more shots. Killed all three of them. And he got all three of them. It's, it's. I was like, 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 like you said, it's it's absurdist. Like I think I think it's you're you're supposed to find that funny, but it doesn't quite land. Or you're like like I, it's I, I funny, know. but it's but if you're gonna do that, be what you're like be the like the rest of the movie that totally needs to do that, or this needs to have served some purpose besides making. Because this is the second time he was almost killed, so this makes him believe that more that Bugsy's out to kill him, which right. he was. Right. But it just is another. But he thing. didn't yeah. sick these guys on yeah. him. These guys are chasing him because they're because it's they think it's Small's Tom's brother. But we don't. But it never. It is never revealed no. too quick. At least as far as we're aware, that this is An Small's yeah. brother, and they, they, he was chasing him because they thought he killed Small's. Because nobody knows that except for the people that are dead. Because yeah. that was all self-contained in that car. Nobody outside of that car mm-hmm. knows what was going on there. It was, it was, and all those people died. It was such. It was such there, there's just so much. I would have just been like, goodbye. <laughs> like they, like he had like a point that I'm gonna get to where I thought this movie was really, like, it was really good. Like my like my thing I liked. I liked the script except for when there was just. That, that's my part where I think it stinks and is good at the same time is the writing is so like there's parts where I think this is a really well written thing and then we get to something that's so just doesn't need to be there like it's like it's like he took the first draft of his script and walked in and they were like we take it and they were like oh you don't want me to make edits no you're Eddie Murphy this is your script we're doing it <laughs> and he just did it not thinking that oh I have a plot that we just don't use again but the, but there's really good points in there that he takes from other movies at the time and funny things that happen and characters that are really well written and deliver the dialogue so good that Veer is an example of just somebody that's given great comedic work to work with and is just a great powerful character. She is a large African American woman Della prostitute Reese. played by Della Reese. Uh-huh. 
Well, she's the madam. She's, she's the not, madam of the house. But she, she said, may or I may said not, my girls. <laughs> she may or may not. Like she, it's possible that when she was younger, she was a prostitute. Mm-hmm. But she is the madam. She is she is responsible for all the call girls. And she's just great. <laughs> Everything that happens to her is just great. She has a she fights. She <laughs> she fights quick in the alley because quick disrespect her. Now she way she lays quick down, and that's one that is a a great time that we just didn't discuss at the beginning because I just well I, it's, it's my favorite scene oh, so we'll sorry. get there we'll get there so I'll just skip that I'll just skip to we'll yeah we're not there. doing a very good job of being breezy about this Elijah oh sorry I have like four more big points that's about it okay I just wanted to talk about the absurdity of that. I figured I was. I figured Stick we were, to the script. No, I figured we were including it all in just the package as we kind of go through and just trying to make it flow. But I get, I get now, get it. Okay. Yeah. See, this I, is this is the, this is the problem. We didn't go through this. We talked about other shit beforehand. This, this is how we got what we had before. This is what we'll do. All right, let's do it. No, this is this is what happens when we talk about other shit beforehand. And we're like, all right, let's record this. And then we're like, oh fuck, we didn't talk about how we were to do this. Um, right. Well, uh, I, I just figured this is this has already been more involved in detail than I was anticipating, but that's fine. Well, yeah. Um, so the cops shut down Sugar Ray's. They're looking for Quick because he killed the girl. Right. Um, so Bugsy burns down Sugar Ray's, and then the fight starts. Yeah, and uh, what what the happens big, is, about the halfway... Piece is the big set piece is a big fight between one of their friends and another fighter. Right. Heavyweight champion of the world, uh, Jack Jenkins. But... Uh, th- what happens is when, when it is made clear to Ray that Calhoun is not happy with his presence in town, like their 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 business is not welcome anymore. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, we gotta go. Like we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pack up and leave. And before they pack up and leave. They make this plan to steal a bunch of money from Bugsy. Bugsy, and that involves taking the the gambling, all the bets, all the gambling money from, from the, fight. the fight, and steal and, it. And and yeah, they're gonna steal it. And then to do that, they have one of the girls seduce the bag man, and that works out pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. You know, there's a there's a switcheroo at the end, yeah, or like there's, 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 a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a double actually it's a it's a double it's a double triple cross type switcheroo-y thing that's kind of clever, but also not because you kind of see it. It's it involves it involves a point where I was like, okay, this is a little bit shocking. It devo- it involved a paying cops, which. <laughs> Right. Well, see, because Which I what was happens not expecting. is I was like, oh, they they stage an accident <laughs> mm-hmm. with the bag man and the call girl in one car, and Vera and uh, 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 Benny in the other car. Mm-hmm. I think Benny was the driver. Um, and then Quick and Ray roll in as, as play acting as police officers, mm-hmm. but then two who we think are actual police officers probably on Bugsy's take show up and bags are taken and bags are exchanged and yada yada. Like you said, it's switcheroosies. If you watch the movie, you know. If you didn't watch the movie, we're not going to explain it to you. Please go watch the movie. Yeah. Uh, 
And then they tra- it turns out they tricked Calhoun, so they lock him in a in a abandoned bank safe. Yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. They tie him up, and lock him in there. So, and then we find out that I fought Vera turned, and she comes to tell Bugsy where 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 the where he is and all this. And I was like, oh no, this isn't Vera wouldn't do that. I instantly right. was like, I instantly got relieved because I'm like, they sent the right person into that building. So I went, okay. She's like, well, yeah, because she's like, I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to be involved in this. Like, this is, this has gone too far. This has gone too far. I just want to be left alone. I just want to, yeah. Like, we can't, we can't have this. So yeah, I'm gonna tell you where he is. And she sends them to Ray's house. They go to the, and everybody goes to Ray's house. And Ray's house goes boom. And then Ray's house explodes. Which. I'm like, okay, was this rude to a... I thought, I thought it had gas. Because when he goes to light the match for his yeah, cigar, it's... I thought it was going to blow up. And I was like, okay, so what is this rigged with? I was like, I think... I know this house is going to blow. And then I guess one of the doors was rigged? I don't know. Because was... the old man like goes, I'm getting out of here. And he grabs the door and goes, no, Johnny! And then flicks the door open and then kaboom, there goes the house. So I was like, was that the kitchen? And maybe he did have the gas in the kitchen? Or I don't... I was like, I don't know. It, the the house just spontaneously combusts, and then they yeah, get it's, away. It's unclear why. That, but if that phantom, but well, theoretically, um, if they cut off Claymore's, the, head of the Claymore's did it, Ken. Maybe Claymore's did. <laughs> uh, theoretically, if they if they were able to, although I guess they don't know that they killed. They don't know that everybody went to check Sugar Ray's house. Yeah. But so they could have conceivably like stayed in town and picked up the pieces. Or I thought that they were trying to blame the cop had taken the money and ran because they couldn't get a hold of him. That's why they put the the cop stuff in the house. I was like, oh, this is all giant setup for them to kill the cop, and then pretty much just have the cops versus Bugsy, and they're out. Because I thought they had tricked. Oh, maybe. Because I thought they had tricked Bugsy to think the cop had stolen the money because they were trying to get a hold of him. They're like, we can't get a hold. And then they find the hat and his and his badge and his, and his, badge yeah. and his coat, and they're like, huh. So I was like, oh, they're trying to trick him, and then they explode. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's a way to do it. Yeah. And then they get away, so they get away with the money. Right. And everyone lives happily ever after. Except for all the employees who are left unemployed. Nah. Well, I mean, welcome to corporate America. Yeah, welcome to gangster corporate America. I guess. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to run down... Our favorite scene, our least favorite scene, something that stood out in the movie, and something that really stunk in the movie. And then I have a fun little game that I created. And oh no! Then from there, we will go to the robot punches, and then we have our latest new the land not latest news. We have we have topics of news. <laughs> Where's the news? We have topics things to discuss. Okay, we have things to discuss. Um. So, Elijah, do you, d- Tyler, you didn't watch this, did you? No. Okay. Just a just a throw, okay, just a throw so that out there. Okay, so my, my favorite scene, to get back to mm-hmm. uh, the, the scene that we've already talked about a little bit, was the scene where Vera kicks a poop out of <laughs> so, Quick. So good. To the tune that he pulls, a, like, she pulls a razor out, and he pulls a gun on her. It's like, if you, you put that thing away, I'm going to shoot you in the foot. Put that thing away, I'm going to shoot you in the foot. 
I'm going and she to calls cut his, you. And she calls his bluff and makes him shoot her in the. Or she does. She tries to. She she like she drives him to shoot her in the foot. Shoots off one of his toes. She doesn't have a toe the rest of the movie. Yeah, she's walking around with a limp and a cane for the rest of the movie. It's it's, it's awesome. But it but like I said, it, it proves that Vera is this like feisty. You know, she delightful. Just she takes her hat off, she unbuttons her wig, and she just like, let's do this. <laughs> delightful woman. She's she's the, she is absolutely my favorite character in this movie. She gets hit with the trash can lid to the face, and she goes, <laughs> "Gotta use a trash. You're gonna throw trash at me." Yeah. <laughs> and that's like, and that's when she pulls out the knife. Yeah, she pulls out her. She pulls out a razor. Don't you pull out a razor, Vera? Now, now we're getting serious, Vera. <laughs> She's on top of Eddie Murphy just punching him in the face. I'm like, Ed, go Vera. <laughs> she accused me of stealing. That's my so honor. Was, That's was, my dignity. Was that was that your favorite scene as well, Elijah? No. Uh, okay. that, that, that was one of my favorite scenes, but I come prepared. Um, I, I really liked... The car. I as absurd as the car scene is, just plot wise, I think it's funny. Oh, the the crying man. The car crying man section? car scene is still really funny. Okay, it's just doesn't need to be in the movie. If there was a comedy gangster movie, it would fit so much better. Where like everything's comedic instead of right or like it, it's it's like they, this this movie like there's it's it's there's too much incompetence for. The competent, like it seems like, like if these are the types of people, if this level of incompetence is what Calhoun puts up with, it's no wonder Sugar Ray is able to flourish under right under his nose. Yeah, because this guy is a is a wholesale idiot moron mm -hmm. because he's letting guys skim, he's letting random brothers of random gangsters run around and just kill people willy-nilly that is not something that a good crime boss does like no if you want to kill somebody you talk to me first and you get my permission then you go kill him yeah you don't just you don't take it under your own initiative to kill people that's a good way to get yourself killed mm -hmm. which is what happens here but yeah so like it's it's, it's just weird like it's, it's strange mm -hmm. it's strange uh my least favorite scene in this movie is I really don't like anything that has to do with that other girl in it. Like, so I really hated like the sex scene room. I, I agree. That was probably I was my like, least favorite. Is, scene I was like, this well. scene doesn't need to be here because then we shoot her, and then that's it. Right. Like I, I yeah, it felt like wait this this character had like there was something that that she brought to this movie. Like mm. there was like like. like there was there were plot threads that they were things that she could bring to the story that she was now no longer able to bring to the story because they killed her off. Mm -hmm. I was like, I wanted to know what what interesting thing this lady was going to come up with. Yeah. Or like, heck, I thought she I was going to turn right. Or heck, I wanted yeah, I wanted her and Quick to fall in love and for for him for for her to sort of like level Quick out a little bit and. And and also you know bring her business savvy and experience to the team and be a double agent and like like I said th there was there was interesting stuff I mean granted it would be you know sort of cliche and rote oh. but that's not what that that that's this movie okay has this cliches in right this movie is not trying to not be cliche right. so that would that would have been acceptable and I thought like I was hoping 
I was sitting there hoping that because she gets shot and we don't see her dead, she was actually still alive. Right. So I was like, okay, at the end of this, like when this whole thing turns and we find out every piece of the puzzle that's supposedly hidden from us, she's going to be with the one that's that's alive and like has the bag of money or something. At the right. End. Yeah. Or yeah, like right. You want you want her and you want her to come out with the bag over her shoulder, arm in arm with the two cops yeah. that rolled up. And it's like okay, and now we. Now we see the grander conspiracy. Now mm-hmm. we see what actually happened. That's how you, you know, got as, the innards of, these, the, of the boss and all that. But that's for a much different movie. As, as these like weird, uh, like capery, crimey, you know, who's who's outsmarting who? Movies tend to work, mm-hmm. but th- this movie, everything like what you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. Like they talk about the plan. They execute the plan. The plan goes off pretty much without a hitch. The only hitch we see is the random cops showing up, but as it turns out, that was part of the plan. Mm-hmm. So, the end. Yeah. Or not the end, but so it it like it's there. There's nothing. There's nothing surprising or no. There's nothing that shocks. Or, or I should and, say okay. not, not not anything major that is. Oh no! What happened? This is because we that... see them pull the wrong bag from the mm. trunk. It's not the cash bag. It's the supposedly drugs yeah. bag, because, uh, you know, Quick is the one that goes over and pulls it. So we know that he's pulling the bag that's appropriate for the for the plan mm. and yada yada yada. So, um, but I think we have the same thing that really stood out to us, which was uh. Delores, yeah, she she she's stellar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I've already said enough. What I think is false flat in this movie is I think just inconsistencies and plot threads that are missing. That's what I think is just bad in this movie. Um, something that we haven't talked about is like the the uneven performances in this movie. I think it, I think that some of those like I think Red well, Fox see, pulls a really good job out. I think that Richard Pryor falls a little flat for me. Well, see, and I, Eddie Murphy is trying to be funny and trying to be serious at the same time, my, and it just doesn't. My question work. is, like, how much of that is on purpose, and how much of that is like how much of that is we're trying to be stylistic, we're trying to be stylish, mm-hmm. and like people like it, it, like it's tilted, like it, they don't like stuff doesn't feel natural. It feels a little a little unnatural like it's 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 i can't i i don't have the vocabulary you might be you might might have it right because like these are comedic actors trying to do a serious movie because most of these actors are comedians so you're like okay this movie should be funnier than it is but that it isn't that's not but it's like that's not an excuse for weird stilted acting like especially as like uniformly stilted as this is it almost feels like the the way that everybody is just a little bit off mm-hmm. is on purpose okay. because everybody is off at least to me it felt everybody was off like the same amount in the same direction like this is definitely not quite reality here this is definitely a movie be, and everybody's sort of breezing through stuff like we're not this is not Ocean's 11 we're not talking about well what if this well what if that well blah 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 like we're not trying to we're not we're not troubleshooting at all it's here's the plan okay we're gonna go with the plan mm-hmm. and the and the plan go you know and and so like it's I said, not it's, reinventing the wheel so it's like so it's just so, so right and like and maybe maybe i don't know like i said i'm just not sure 
And because I'm not sure, and because it's all weird, that it, it stood out to me that the performances, like I said, were all, like I said, in the same direction, in the same amount. It felt to me mm-hmm. just off. And because of that, I'm like, this was done on purpose, but I don't know why. Yeah. And I think that's that 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 that's to your point where things are uneven and like the the the, the it's not funny, but it's not serious either either. Mm -hmm. and it's not super well written but it's not horribly written either like there's just like it's like i think there might be two good movies in this movie where there's a good gangster movie and there's a good comedy gangster movie in there and i think we he just i think eddie murphy just took he had a good idea and he was like i want to make a serious movie and i'm not like this is just me talking out my ass I think that they were. I think the studio was worried, and everybody else was worried. So they were like, "Can you inject humor into it?" And that appeared to be what happened. Was we they were like, "Okay, where can we inject humor? Where can we do this?" And because because, because we we gave up the crying man to humor, that ends up being like, "Okay, wait, this guy has become a joke character, so he can't have any significance. Yeah. So we have to write him out here and write him out there." So it could be a disjointed mess of just other people's ideas. I have no information to back this up, so. Well, I and I think that maybe you're on to something because Eddie like Eddie Murphy wrote, Eddie Murphy directed, Eddie Murphy starred, Eddie Murphy put up his own money. Mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy so did. Eddie Murphy did it. I I think that it is it is possible that this movie is a pretty high profile ends up sort of ultimately being a pretty high profile indie film which wouldn't necessarily have had a whole bunch of studio oversight so wouldn't necessarily have had as you said you know it's this first draft of the script like you know like this the, the, the script ends up needing some work like all of this just it needs some polish mm-hmm. and it doesn't get it because Eddie Murphy did it all, and it was—I don't want to say it was a vanity project because it doesn't seem like it was a vanity project, because he's not the—he's not the hero. He's not like Sugar Ray is the hero. Um. So like I I I think it's it, like, I, yeah I think maybe there's there was a different movie here mm. or maybe maybe two movies here, and they tried to I was like well I want to make a zany. I want. I have a really serious story I want to tell, and I have a zany thing I want to do, and I want to make them to get like maybe you're. I don't know. Like I said, we can sit here and speculate, and until we get to interview Eddie Murphy and ask him about this, I don't know that we're ever gonna, we're ever gonna uh, know exactly what was going on here. What was well, Eddie Murphy? If you listen to our podcast, we'd like to interview you. Yeah, if you if you uh, stumble across us on YouTube. <laughs> Because or, you go you go trolling for your work every once in a while, uh, please just by all means Google search Harlem reach, reach out to us. This we would a... we would love to, to have a chat with you. Hey man, shoot for the stars. The the word fuck the word fuck is used in various variations are spoken in this movie 133 times. Yes, uh, I that that well, like fuck. in the in the opening scene, the f bomb is dropped like literally every like fifth or sixth word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it. You it know, appears that this movie suffered from a lot of production issues, which oh, is what I discovered through okay. random little trivia bits that I've discovered. Okay, so there, so there was a bunch of uh, 
Studio interference. I think there was studio interference at one point. Interesting. Okay. Eddie Murphy just, he said, like, Eddie Murphy once, like, apparently once said that he just was, like, he wished he had, had not done everything in the movie so he could focus more on the directing of it. Okay. So maybe that could be it, too. Like, there's just missed focus at points, so maybe because he was directing it. And starring. And, starring and also and had to worry about money. Yeah. He was pulled in too many different... That makes mm. sense. Um... So, I created a little game with dialogue in this movie, which I called uh, Belly Laughs and Booze, which is, I'm going to give you four lines, and then you have to decide which one was the belly laugh or the boo at that point. Okay, wait. So, there are four, four lines of dialogue. There's eight lines of dialogue in total. Eight lines of dialogue. I'm going to tell you that, uh, yeah. Four are booze and fours are no, belly no, no, laughs? No, just four, just four are, just one of the four is a belly laugh, then one four is a... Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to give you four different sets. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I was... Uh, I was confused, but yeah. continue. Okay, so... so here's the four this... lines to decide which one I laughed out the most and then rewinded. Okay. Um, did you kill them? No, they just did. Because that was, that was Eddie Murphy as a kid referred to his parents. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> uh, because also... So you shot him! Dot, dot, dot. How about some ice cream? <laughs> that was that was a beat in that movie. Uh huh. Um, kiss my entire ass. Uh huh. This is what Vera says. Or I get my mouth ready for orange juice, and then there's just a swallow. You blind motherfucker. <laughs> which um, is Eddie Murphy. Which is a. If you're Vera gonna laugh at what you're saying, I said all of them. I laughed at all of them. No, I'm, you laughed no, the I'm, most at that last one. Yeah, I'm. I'm it's not a hard game to figure out. I'm still very confused. Which one did you, I laugh at the most while watching the movie? Either oh. kiss... I, I want to say it's kiss my entire ass because... Uh, that smacks of bite my shiny metal ass, which amuses the snot out of me at least. Um, but I think, really, given your reaction as you were reading them... It was the last one. It was it was the orange juice line. I'm gonna go the orange juice line. Ken had it right with, with uh, "kiss my entire ass." <laughs> yeah. What? It's not like we're best friends uh, or nothing. "Kiss my entire ass" got rewound like four times because it's just the way she delivered it. Because she walks out the police station, she turns and looks at the policeman and says, "Kiss my entire ass," and then backs up and then walks out the room and then walks to the side and then. It doesn't cut any of it. It just she's still walking. She's got her cane, and she still has that limp. So she's walking with her limp away, and then it just cuts. And then I'm like, "What is this?" So I rewound it like four times. But yes, that entire Red Fox scene with Vera in the house too—that was also a really good scene. I didn't talk about. Yeah, um, that was yeah, that was a funny sequence. This line made me yell "boo." My wife went, "What are you booing?" Um, his dick shrunk up to the size of a cocktail wiener. Uh, that was referring to the voodoo lady, which was what Red Fox referred to right. the girl that gets shot. So, right. this thing. Um, what the hell you think you doing with that little shit is uh, what they were talking about. It was when they were shooting the cars, and the guy has this tiny gun. And it's referring, it's a penis joke because it's this really small gun. And then they're always, they're going, you gotta use these big guns. And he says, what are you gonna think you're gonna do with that little shit? And I'm like, oh, this is a penis joke in this gunfight. Um, I guess he is under the bed grabbing asses. Because that was a... While he's having sex with a girl, he's like, is Calhoun listening to us? Uh, is he under the bed grabbing my ass? And I'm like, oh, okay. 
Or, sweet as sugar is the last line of dialogue in the movie. Mm. Um, I'm gonna go with sweet as sugar was your boo. I'm gonna go with... Uh, the third one as your boo. I guess he's under the bed grabbing asses? Yes, that one. Uh, sweet as sugar, because that was garbage. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, oh, because he's Sugar Ray. Oh, you stupid. <laughs> it was, it was, it was just. I'll win. But yeah, if you like this, how we do this new thing, let us know. Send us emails. Uh, we will try and do better. We'll try, we'll try and, and, and do, do less, better with and Less rambly next next time. Yeah. But this Who is the knows? first time. We achieved a goal of not being over an hour. This is true. With this the entirety of the are, movie, so. We are. At just under an hour, and we are about to robot punch. Yeah, because so we didn't do robot punches. Cool. No, we skipped robot punches. Yes, yeah. we're about to do that right now. We need to do robot punches. Yeah, Ken. Uh, like three. You give much nicer than me. I bet two point five, and two of those stars go to Vera, <laughs> and some and some pretty good. Again, I'm just going to repeat myself. So. It's it's it, what I said earlier. Everything that I just vetched earlier, but Vera saves this movie. I don't know. I, like I said, I think that there's like this is. If it was if it was just those actors and not her, I would have said everyone was flat, but Red Fox. And, but I just think like everybody was. Because also what I read here was Richard Pryor and A. Murphy apparently didn't get along on the set, so oh, that could have led to some things where, because they're the two main people in this movie, right. so that could have led to why some of their scenes together are just awkward. So... Yeah. But it's... the Yeah, it's it, that's why it gets 2.5. Is It's it's not a bad movie. I'm, I'm glad I watched it, but is it, am I going to go back to it anytime soon? No. If I have to tell everybody the truth, they should all watch Mr. Church. That is an Eddie Murphy movie that is super great. It is a dramatic role for Eddie Murphy, and he is great in it, and the story is awesome. So, interesting. It might end up on a list of movies we have to watch. So, because it, mm. it is so, it is so good. I liked that movie. Okay. Um. But I, the latest, my only big piece of news. I watched the first two episodes of WandaVision. Oh, how is it? I haven't checked it. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, it is so... It is very... They've done such a good job of imitating styles of two decades of television so far that you could have put them on during that those times because they make... Like, they do beat-for-beat beat points from literal episodes of shows. Okay. So, and But they take it and they put their own, like, sort of spin on it and then there's hidden just, like, pieces where you can see the universe is crumbling, sort of. Okay. And then they're advertising, like, there's just hidden things in it, and it's so good, because they reference Hydra and Strucker, like, because they do, they do a commercial mid-show for various things, like, uh, Stark Toasters, and, but they're, the only thing in color in this black and white episode is a little red dot that's blinking on the toaster in that, in the first episode, and you're like, okay, why is that blinking? And then the next episode a radio is crackling and it's just trying and then you hear uh the guy from ant-man the uh the agent from ant-man he's in this and he's trying to get a hold of wanda and he's like wanda what's happening wanda wanda agent from the the bumbling agent oh, from, uh, from from ant-man the wasp park yeah uh i know 
I know the the Asian guy. Yeah. Yeah, I know who you're. Who you're you know who I'm referring about. to. You can hear him over the radio. But the first one is the Dick Van Dyke Show. And they do an entire episode where the boss is coming over for dinner, and they didn't remember. <laughs> and it's so fun to go back to the 50s television, and then we went to the 60s with Bewitched, which is also good, because Vision gets gum stuck in his gears, and so he's Jimmy acting Jimmy Woo. Weird. Randall Park yeah. is his real name. Jimmy Woo. Um, you could hear him over the radio. And then they show in the background, they show Sarkovia, the castle where Wanda was created with Quicksilver as a mural in the background of something. And you're like, oh, that's the castle. And we're referring to Hydra. And then there's the beekeeper who just randomly pops up. And it hasn't gotten any action-y. It's just weird. And it's great. But Vision gets gum stuck. And then they, he, they're they doing a, a town magic show. <laughs> and... Vision keeps using his powers, and Wanda has to keep pretending like he's not using his powers. Like, oh, look at the strings! <laughs> so Wanda keeps, like, magically producing things, like made the piano turn into a piece of cardboard that he was lifting. Because Vision goes, look at the feet of strength, and lifts an entire piano, so she magically turns to the side and turns it into a piece of cardboard. Okay. So it's just, because they literally, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so weird. And then I can't wait for them to get to shows where more people know what they are. Like, apparently they're doing a Malcolm in the Middle episode as their 2000s episode. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so, I, I, I don't know what's next on Friday, but uh, I can't wait. They, uh, they're they're great. I highly recommend them. Any other thing? Do you have anything, Tyler, for your... Cause nope. Because you're just here. <laughs> I'm just patiently waiting for Square Enix to announce the next disc. I'm not going to. I'm <laughs> telling you, you're going to wait two years. Um, the Final Fantasy Remake Part 2. Yeah. There's a lot of rumors going on around for April. No, that's when they're going to announce it for the PlayStation 5. <laughs> they're announcing the they're announcing Final Fantasy Part 1 for the PlayStation 5. Uh, that's that's the estimation I have read. That's 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 one theory. Yes. You could be right, but I feel like I'm more. But, because I, I don't even think they've started. Because uh, if this ended up being a big, giant, colossal failure, they probably didn't want to sink all their money in one basket. Um, but they probably have some, but now they have character models and stuff. They might be working on it. But. Yeah, like, the, the, the theory is that because they have... Like the 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 a vast majority of the groundwork has been laid. Like they have the engine, they have character models, they have you know gameplay systems, and all that stuff is worked out. It should not take them an obscene amount of time. Although this is Square Enix we're talking about, but it should yep. not take them an obscene amount of time to make part two. But I think not an obscene amount of time in Square Enix talk is two or three years instead of four or five yeah because it just came out last year so I'm like I'm not expecting anything to come out this year for it no I, I, we, it wouldn't I, it wouldn't surprise me if they announce it they might announce it if they year. announce right. if they announce okay Square or, or okay Final Fantasy I'm not uh, saying they're gonna release it then they're gonna be like hey we're gonna re they're gonna make an announcement that says this is when uh, we're projecting a date of or estimated right. date. Or estimated right. You might here be, is, might be here's right the official part That's what two. I'm looking for. Oh, okay. Here's the official part two announcement with a hopeful release date of 2022. Yes. Or something like that. 
in an entertaining part about Final Fantasy. So I bought the old one to play on the PlayStation. I was like, I wonder how long it takes me to get to where the game ends. Five minutes. No, <laughs> it took me two hours. <laughs> and that's me fighting everything <laughs> in my path. It takes me two hours in the original version to get to where the game ends in, in Final Fantasy VII Remake. Which took me 50 hours to make. <laughs> I was like, ooh. I went, yeah, I went. Huh. Well, look at that. <laughs> as as I was playing that, I was like, "Man, I'm been playing this a while." All right. <laughs> I was really worried I was gonna play this for like two hours and be like, "This is it." No, I wasn't worried when we stretched. Disappointment. When we stretched out the first fight in the train with the train and the first robot battle, how long that was. Mm-hmm. I understood why the first chapter... I was like, oh, if all the chapters are this, but I was like, wait a minute. The first chapter was the boss... Was uh, was the... What the heck is is the test? Demo. Was the demo. And I was like, okay, that's why that chapter was so short. And then we got to everything else, and it just is such a... It is such a robust game for a part of a Final Fantasy game. Yeah. Well, it's not... It's it's a whole game. Yeah. Like final the Final Fantasy Seven Part One remake Part One is a oh, whole it's a game. Whole, it's a whole set. Yeah, it's just it's only part of the story. Yeah, that's the that's the thing that that people were worried about. People were worried that it would be because it's only part of the story. It's only going to be part of the game. And some of the criticisms that I've heard about that game are that it gets a little bit lost in the weeds. It takes a little bit. Like, it does a good job of bringing to the four characters that were barely mentioned in the original, but it also gets a little lost in the weeds. It, it takes its time. It, it does not... The, the pacing is not as even as it as some people maybe wanted it to be. It does take its time, because, I, because we're stretching a game out. But if you're paying... Right. I'm, I'm all for, like, okay, I paid this money, I wanted this to be long. Yeah, like if right. I'm gonna pay, if I'm gonna pay for sixty dollars a yeah. ga- a disc, like I want my fifty hours of gameplay. Yeah. <laughs> sure, absolutely. I, I'm not. I I I think that that I I think I mean, and I think that there's a there's a there's a you know would it have you know you can make a fifty hour game or you can make a thirty hour game that's just a little bit tighter and a little bit more focused. Mm-hmm. And as far as it goes. I would be just as pleased with a 30-hour game that's tighter and a little more focused as a 50-hour game that feels like it was that it has a generous helping of padding. But I think I'll I'm up. also but but there again everybody's everybody's numbers on that is going to yeah. is going to be different. Like some people are like I'm okay with an extra 15% of padding but not an extra 30% of padding I'm or I don't want any extra padding at all. I've discovered a lot of it was cinematic because as I skipped the cinematics this time while going through the hard section, I can get through a level quicker than I could because I've skipped. You're cinematics. skipping cinematics in the re in the in remake? the replay, yeah, mm-hmm. in the replay in the remake, not the not the original. No, not the original. There's no cinematics in the original. Okay. <laughs> I um, never. I've now not played either of these games, so I don't. There, there's, there's the cinematics in the first one are basic PlayStation One cinematics, so it's okay. It's that, but I meant like this, like anything that, like ninety percent of the gate of this game is cinematic. It is definitely telling you a story, and you're playing it to have the story. But it is, I, 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 I was impressed with how they did it, and I liked how we took like we took something 
and we added to it. Like, I don't think you fight Sethroff in that fight. And you don't fight Sethroff, I think, till mid game, but you right. don't. Right. But they, yeah, took, they took a fight and they were like, way we'll put it in, in here. In the remake. Yeah, than we'll, he put, is. we'll put something here and we'll say it's uh, to delay it. That's what that's what we were doing. I liked how we took story plots and we made it like this will de- this will delay the future. Like the future is not set in stone, but this will cause it to not happen as fast. Right, and and yeah, and from what I understand, that that there is enough variation in the story in that first game, or in the first part of the remake, I should say, that some people like we're not necessarily sure where the story is going to go from here like it might not go the way that the that the original game no goes. they think they think they're gonna they i think they're gonna save the girl um i also think they're gonna put in crisis core i think they're gonna take the bits of crisis core and they're gonna put it in if they make me watch that dude die again i'm gonna be they're, gonna, they're gonna make you watch that guy because he's dead <laughs> they tell you that in the first game he's dead i'm gonna be upset <laughs> They say they say Zach when she says my boyfriend he's gone. What was his name? And then she she doesn't she mouths Zach and Cloud falls down in one of his seizure moments and is done. <laughs> seizure moments. That's when I go. What Cloud's done. <laughs> but other than that, I just hope that we include that we're able to play as the other characters as soon. We'll we'll get that in the next one. I, uh, the, well, other... the big thing is I also have to remember how to get everything in the in the old game. That was my only problem starting the old game. Was I was like, wait a minute, when do I when do I miss the opportunity to get Vincent and Yuffie? So I was like, oh god, I'm gonna miss them. Oh yeah, because Yuffie, you have to do Yuffie and Vincent. You have to you have do, to do a dialogue. Quest. You have to do dialogue just right to get to, to get Yuffie to join. Yeah. Isn't that isn't that? I Yuffie? think so. Yuffie, Yuffie and Vincent, you have to do something right, and then you get them. You can you don't have to have them in the game, right? I think Kate Sith is another one, maybe, that you don't have to have in the game. Yeah, I, I have to have everybody. Uh, I want Vincent in, like, no one's business. Because <laughs> Vincent was my backup. <laughs> it went... It went... Cloud, Reddy, Red 13, and Tifa. <laughs> <laughs> so far, I can make my team, but my backup, whenever one of them is not there, was Vincent. And then my other backup was Sid. I know I'm going to get Sid, so... Because <laughs> Sid freaking has the airship that we need. So mm-hmm. I know we're gonna get Sid. So I'm not worried about that. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking April will make some type of announcement. They're supposed to make an announcement for 14 with something coming up. But and I was telling Elijah about this. Oh right, because there's they they just the 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 they're on schedule for 14 expansions, right? Uh, so far, it would be early for another expansion because we just but, had yeah, well, one. Like expansions or updates or whatever it is. Yeah, like it, we're on, they they're do on that, schedule. They do that, that on a pretty regular schedule. Yeah, um, and like a couple thi- like a couple events in the game they didn't do because of events. So like they didn't, but they're on schedule for all the other updates they want to do. Um, and I'm thinking because they keep teasing with the one main bad guy that's supposed to be dead. That there's any twice now he's mentioned having a reunion, um, and uh, through through seven a reunion usually has meant the rebirth of Sephiroth. So I feel like we're gonna have some type of seven content come into that game for the first time. That's not a you can buy a motorcycle and drive it around. Ugh. <sighs> There's one thing I could delete from the remake. It's fucking the motorcycle. <laughs> God damn that thing. Ugh. Ken, you got anything? 
Um, no, I'm I'm working my way through the world today. Uh, working my way back to you, babe. With with everything I got, uh, I'm working my way through uh, Jedi Fallen Order. I saw is, that, which is lots of fun. Uh, I forget. I was doing. I was doing something. And Lauren sometimes watches me play, and sometimes doesn't. I try not to play when she's there because I feel like it. It uh, alienates her sometimes. Uh, but yesterday, she was talking to her dad on the phone. So I was, I was sitting there with my headphones on, playing Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, and I. I, I walked up on a bunch of and I like I'm 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 pretty late in the game now. I I have most of the I have, I have all of my Jedi powers. Mm-hmm. I don't have all of the skill points built up yet, but I have I think I have the full complement of powers. I am as powerful generally as I am going to get. Uh, Just like me and Final Fantasy Seven. So and the last <laughs> yeah. time the last time Lauren watched me play, I was. I had just my 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 lightsaber had just been broken, so I was without lightsaber. I was puzzling my way through Ilum, and so so today or not today, last night I was playing, and I and a bunch of and a bunch of stormtroopers came up, and I just mopped the floor with them. And the last one was standing there, and I threw my lightsaber at him, and Lone was like, "What? Is this, what?" I'm like. Oh, you haven't seen since I got the lightsaber throw? And she's like, no. I'm like, it's awesome. <laughs> my wife, whenever I play video games, comes down to every response. And then my favorite's when Tifa's on the screen. <laughs> and she goes, that, that's not how women look. You know this. And then I go, of course not. <laughs> Tifa always looks like that. Tifa's always been the random counterbalance of life where everyone's like, Tifa shouldn't exist. Tifa's the Barbie doll of video games that just doesn't exist. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's that's a stylistic thing. Like, that's that's. I mean, if you want to talk about things that don't exist, let's talk about let's talk about Cloud using a sword that's as tall as he is. That's fine. And as wide as he no, is. No, my favorite Seth Rollins sword <laughs> that's impractical. <laughs> yeah, all like like the 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 rules the the, the rules of of the of way cloud stands physics. I'm, I'm all for how cloud holds a sword the way Sethiroff stands and holds a sword he has it like behind him and I'm like you're gonna turn that the wrong way one day and just, ow <laughs> the the rules of physics <laughs> and nature in 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 Final Fantasy games yeah need, need not apply it's fine I literally summon a dragon and the Leviathan out <laughs> the Leviathan comes out of the ground it's great. Leviathan's huge in that game. That's what she said? She, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is. That's what Tifa, that's what Tifa and Arif said to Cloud as, as Barrett just sits there going, what, no love for Barrett? <laughs> Unleash the Leviathan. Uh, I have fat Chuckabo over here. <laughs> uh, you should play again. I should, but I, I have a backlog. I have I have platinums to catch up. One on. of us Wait. will lend you the game when the next one comes out. Okay, that would be Tyler because <laughs> I would have still platinum this one. <laughs> you still want to what? I want to platinum this one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't care about the. Trials. Are you good at pull-ups? <laughs> have you done the pull-ups? I no, I didn't get there yet. <laughs> I need you to try and do pull-ups because if you're good at those, then you're gonna do. I'm good at the. I'm good at uh. 
Was it push-ups? Was it quad? No, no. To quad does chin. No, quad does no. Steve does squat. Yeah, quad does squats. I can do squats. I did all those. Squat. There's three levels of squats that you have to do. There's three hey. levels of pull-ups. I got hey. the two of them. Squat time is it? Huh? Is it that time of night? I got two squats right here. Don't rush me while I'm trying to get you to convince me, convince to come help me with these freaking pull-ups. <laughs> I want somebody to acknowledge what I just said, but no one's going to do it. Uh, I nope. hate you both. <laughs> yep, you're welcome. <laughs> it's squat time of night? Yes, thank he you. He said that already. No. No, I, 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 I omitted the pun. Holy squat. Nope, doesn't work there. Oh. I omitted the pun. <laughs> time for me to go squat. It's... That time, time squat. Night. It's that time squat. 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 Instagram, the Posterman Podcast. Facebook, the Posterman Podcast. Letterboxd, the Posterman Pod. YouTube, the Posterman. And we have a Patreon. No more. Squats that time of night. Squats that time of night. It squats that time of night. It squats that time of night. See, that works there. See y'all next week for what's our next movie? Uh, well, we haven't discussed. All right, we, we haven't discussed, know. but another sexy stash is coming your way. Yes, there, there are more sexy stashes. It's going to be my stash. Happy sexy stash, my third buddy. Yeah. 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 yeah.